All right, let's go to Proverbs tonight. I'll try to hurry. I hate it. It's so stuffy in here. We uh, get over here as early as I can, turn the air on, and but it just four or five hours just ain't enough when it's weather like this. It just or well, I know. I I remember living without air conditioning. I sure do. Even when I was grown, I think about the other day, a little car we had didn't have air conditioning, and that was in like in 1980. It was 113 degrees. It's over 110 for two weeks straight here. We didn't, yeah, we didn't have air conditioning in that car. But that I said when I finally, I said I'll never do this again. I'll never have another car that don't have it. Lord willing. All right, Proverbs 15. We're going to be mostly in Proverbs tonight. I've, I've got several more verses to read, but they're all in Proverbs, so most of them are to be close. Proverbs 15, chapter, uh, chapter 15, verse 4. Very short verse, but my, is it full of meaning here. It says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. A breach in the spirit. Say more stuff about the spirit. Yep. It's 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 a rich vein that we're in. And I don't want to leave it as long as we can keep finding stuff like this. It's too helpful. Too rich, too good. Alright, Father, thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for the things you've given me here tonight. And I pray that we'd be able to communicate them effectively so that it would help us. And Lord, that it would change some things about us in the way we understand and look at and deal with things and other people in our own family and in our own heart and mind. Please help us tonight to receive what you have for us. And I pray the Spirit of God would have liberty here tonight with us that we could be led by the Spirit and not be distracted by the heat, the stuffiness, the cares of life, and other things. Lord, help us tonight. I pray that you'd sanctify this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, first of all, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Starts out with a positive thing. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Well, it's not really talking about that tongue in your mouth. It's what that tongue does. Yeah, what it's used for. A wholesome tongue. Wholesome refers to healthy or that which promotes health. Wholesome. You know, when I was a kid, wasn't it wholesome bread? Had the commercial on TV. I remember that guy on that horse riding wholesome bread. You know, they had their little song they sang. They named it that way on purpose. Yes. Because they tried to... He, they tried to sell this deal of white bread was healthy back then. <laughs> and they did a pretty good job, you got to admit. Because people used to care yes. about what was wholesome. Not many people care anymore. A lot of people pretend to and say they do, but uh, they're more, they talk more about what goes in the mouth instead of what comes out of the mouth. And Jesus said, you're wrong for doing that. So that's not what defiles a man, what goes in. What comes out is what defiles a man. Wholesome refers to healthy, that which promotes health. A wholesome tongue. 
In this case, that's what it's referring to is spiritual health or the well-being of the soul. That wholesome tongue promotes a healthy soul, a strong spirit. He's contrasting here because the perverseness in the tongue is a breach in the spirit. And just like we wouldn't eat something that we knew was going to make us sick or harm us, uh, you know, neither would we take in through our ears that which is sure to be bad for our spirit and soul. We shouldn't do that, you know, any more than we would eat something that's going to make us sick. Now, Dakota, you better listen to me here tonight. You know, you, I know if Esther's listening, I know what she's... A, <laughs> but most of us seek to eat what we like, which is pleasant to us, but doesn't make us sick. Now, if you're young, you don't care. You just eat whatever. But the older you get, the more important that's going to be to you. I mean, when you lay awake all night, sick all night, because you ate that thing, they'll do that a time or two. And next time it's 8.30 at night and they boy, hand that to you, say, nah, nah. I remember the last time. This is not a good thing to do. But it's probably also true that we're not as careful about what comes through our ears or what goes out of our mouth as we ought to be either. Proverbs 12 and verse 18 says, There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword. You ever knew anybody like that? Boy, I have. But the tongue of the, the wise is health. There it is again. That tongue that promotes health. A wholesome tongue. It makes people better. It keeps people uh, where they need to be in their spirit and soul. The contrast is the other way puts a breach in their spirit. The words of the wise are what we should seek out because they'll be health to our soul and spirit. Yes, what we ought to read ought to be after people who are wise yes. and who are after people who care about truth and righteousness. Right. Not ungodly people who don't care and who walk in lies. And who live that way. Their, their tongue and the words they write are not wholesome for your spirit and for your soul. Not only do they be good for our soul in the long run, but they're pleasant right now. It's just so much better to read after somebody that has a wholesome tongue. Than it is to read after somebody or listen to somebody who has perverseness yes. therein. I'm telling you, it's mighty important. Pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. There it is again, Proverbs 16, 24. Health, pleasant words, good words, that tongue that's wholesome, those wholesome words. Where do they come from? Just the tongue? Well, they come from the heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Jesus said either make the tree good and its fruit good or make it evil. I mean, it's either or. The spring don't send forth salt, water, and sweet at the same place. Same spring don't do that. Fountain. No. Proverbs fifteen twenty three. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How good is it? That's wholesome words. That's a wholesome tongue. Proverbs 27 and verse 9. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, 
so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. You see, it's good. Words are good. They can be good. They can be edifying. They can be health. They can be refreshment for our soul. You ever been refreshed by the words of somebody else? You've been refreshed by... That's the only way you get refreshed. You don't get refreshed by a dip in the pool. I mean, physically you might, but not your soul, not your spirit. <clears throat> not inside. You can go into the pool miserable and come out miserable. <laughs> that's right. It's words. That's why the Word of God is such a big deal. Yes, sir. It's their life. Their truth. Their, I mean, that's the way we get the good or the bad. It's the way we stay healthy or the way we become perverse in our own soul. Uh, let me see here. One more verse that I wanted to read. Proverbs 25, verse 11 and through 12. Two verses then. <clears throat> A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Now mine says pictures. That's got to be right because it's right out of the Bible. Yeah, all right. Somehow we had a deal about that one time and it mixed me up on it. <clears throat> Apples of gold and pictures of silver. As an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. So what kind of words come out of the mouth is the basic evidence of whether a person is a fool or wise. Proverbs 23. So you're going to read some more? Yep. Proverbs 23, verses 15 and 16. This verse here is real important. My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. Yea, my reign shall rejoice when thy lips speak right things. Yes, sir. My, nothing will make a parent rejoice more than to see your child grown and speaking right. Not perverse. Speaking truth. I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. Proverbs 17, verse 21. He that begetteth a fool begetteth, doeth it to his sorrow, and the father of a fool hath no joy. <laughs> Proverbs 15, 2. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. So, read a lot of scripture, but here we go. Perverseness in the tongue is a breach of the Spirit. Now, I want you to get what I'm trying to say here. You know, separation between friends... Wait a minute, what in the world here? I wanted to say something else here. Perverseness in the tongue is a breach of the Spirit. Now, think about that for a minute. What is a breach? Well, it's, it's the act of breaking or a state of being broken. It's a rupture, a break, a gap. It's a space between severed parts of a solid body that's parted by violence, like a breach in a garment or a breach in the wall. You know, separation between friends by means of, of enmity. You know, this is all in the definition of what a breach is. <clears throat> 
it's an injury, an inv invasion, as a breach upon, a, upon kingly power. <clears throat> Bereavement, loss of a friend, and its consequent affliction. So a breach is basically this. It's a break. It's a crack. It's an opening. It means a separation into two parts, what was one. It means broken. <clears throat> we say busted. That thing busted. It's, there's a breach. A breach in a wall means there's a hole in the wall. There's a part of the wall that's broken down. Yes, sir. A breach. It's like an opening in the wall or a break in the line of defense. If the enemy breaks through the line, you say they've breached our defense. You know, they've broken through. That means they're coming in. That means they've punched through the defenses. And now they've got a freeway in. Perverseness in the tongue is a breach in the spirit. That's why you see a lot of separation between friends or family that's been caused... By, what has it been caused by? Every time, what has been caused? What's the cause of all breaches? When we're talking about this kind of stuff. Words. Words. Good words don't call, cause breaches. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. A breach, as we read in the, in the definition there, maybe I skipped it, but it, it, a wound, it's to be wounded. Something's broken. Perverseness in the tongue is the evidence of a breach in the spirit. Are you getting me? I've read so many scriptures. I'm afraid you... Perverseness in the tongue is evidence of a breach in the spirit. Your spirit's been broken through. You've been invaded and don't even know it. Perverseness in the tongue is the evidence of a breach in the spirit. We're to keep our hearts with all diligence. Guard, that's guard. For out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 4 and 23. Proverbs 25, 28. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Or a city that's, whose wall has a breach in it. That's what it's saying right there. A breach in the wall means it's broke down. And so the enemy can come in. And if you don't rule over your own spirit, that's what you're like. You're like a house with the doors all open. I'll bet you all locked your doors before you get left here to come here tonight. <clears throat> if you didn't, you got a breach. Hmm? Everybody around here used to go just leave their doors open. I know people didn't ever lock their doors. Yeah. But, uh, boy, everybody I know does now. When our tongue speaks perverseness, it is evidence that our spirit has been breached by the enemy and he's sown lies in our mind and heart. Now, I hope you'll listen to this. To speak perverseness simply means to speak contrary to the truth. Perverseness, you, that's a strong word. And so don't, uh, don't, miss the real meaning by overreaching with it. Perverseness just means crooked. It means, uh, it means to reason with false information while being fully convinced that we're right. Have you ever done that? You ever thought you was right? You were so sure of it? You stood your ground and you found out you wasn't? <laughs> it's to turn from truth or to distort it or to turn it from its proper use or end, anything. You know, we call people 
perverse who do things unnaturally or change the natural use to something else, see? It also carries the meaning of viciousness. So it's an aggressive and angry opposition to truth or facts as they are. So perverseness in the tongue. It's vicious. It's a, it's a vicious opposition to things that are true. It's a vicious defense of things that are false. Does uh, you see that around us anywhere? You see that in the world now? I mean in everybody. I see it in everybody. I see it in religious people. So we can be sure that what we're witnessing in the world around us is a spiritual problem and we need to deal with it as such. So, now are y'all with me? Words. You either got a wholesome tongue or a perverse tongue. And it is a breach in the Spirit. Uh, that, that is telling that there's been a breach in the Spirit. It's telling that you are really not <clears throat> where you are supposed to be with God, with your own Spirit. It's not right. You have evil influences that have broken through into your Spirit and are affecting you and have changed your way of thinking and what you believe. <coughs> And made you believe things that are not true. And made you deny things that are true. That's the way the devil works. It's been that way since the very beginning. He's a liar. That's what he set out to do. Is usurp the word of God. Make God the liar and him the truth teller. And so that's the way it works. Right here. In this matter right here. How do you know if you're right with God? You'll speak truth. That's how. How do you know if your spirit is right with God? If you're really controlled and filled with the Spirit of God, what are you going to do? How's it going to manifest itself? You're going to have a wholesome tongue. That's right. We can go to James and look there. I mean, if any man bridle not his tongue, his religion is vain, worthless, no count, fake. That's how you tell. So what comes out of your mouth? Is it wholesome? Is it health? Is it good? Does it help other people? If it doesn't, if it's the other, then there's something wrong in the Spirit. There's a breach. There's a door open. There's a door open there that, that the devil has free access to. And he's using it. With you. Perverseness in the tongue is evidence of a breach in our own spirit. It's also the cause of, the bre of a breach in the spirits of others. Now, please listen, man, this is so important. Those who speak lies and promote crooked thinking and perverseness are like a toxic weed that just puts off its uh, superabundance of seed. Beggar lies, you know, things like that. Other things that are noxious, poisonous, evil weeds that just take over and you know, we've got some of them around our place. They're useless, but they just spread like wildfire. And that's what it's like. Those who speak lies, those who have that perverseness in their tongue, man, they're spreading it. It spreads real easy from them. Their poisonous words, which express their perverted and ungodly thoughts, spread like a crippling disease. 
they're called some of them, some people are calling them now a psychological contagion which is simply a term that somebody made up that describes what we're talking about right here right now a breach in the spirit how do people change their mind from believing in man and woman and uh, male and female and family and all of this how do they change their mind and their opinion and their belief about it to becoming sodomites. How does that happen? You ever think about it? Well, you ought to. What are we going to do? Just sit around and say, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't care. I mean, I just don't... I don't know how anybody can think like that. Just go on. That ain't being a very good soldier of Jesus Christ. That ain't standing for righteousness. That's not putting on the whole armor of God either. That's being a... a the defector is what it's been. <laughs> it's been absent without leave. You need to be on your post and on your job. You need to understand these things. They got a breach in the spirit. That's what happened. They listened to perverse talk, ideas. Somebody with a perverse tongue got through to them, spread their poison to them. You better believe it. They break through the defenses of the heart and spirit through the mind. And then the enemy's inside and able to do much harm. You know, it's not, you know, you, you've heard this saying so much. It's the, the church can't be destroyed from the outside in. It's got to be destroyed from the inside out. Persecution only strengthens the church. But the rot inside is what kills a church. A nation. <clears throat> Anything else? When he gets inside, when he gets inside your mind, when he has free access to your mind and your spirit, man, you, there ain't no telling where you're going to go. That's how it happens. So the ridiculous reasoning and arguments that we hear from a lot of people that are so far from the truth and reality that we hear today is just absolutely insane. I don't, I've got to where I just, I don't even want to look at the news and I don't look at it very much, but I pulled it up there today and I saw all those flames. Some of you may have seen it too, Minneapolis or somewhere up there. The whole place on fire. And one of the Democratic leaders said it was an act of pure righteousness for them to burn the city down. Now that's, there you go. Leaders thinking like that. Where'd that come from? Godly counsel? Been listening to wholesome words? Any kind of wisdom at all? No, that's perverseness. Perverseness at its, at its pinnacle. But the, 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 all that we're hearing from a lot of people like that, those are the voices of evil spirits that have entered into that person's spirit through the breach that was made from the perverse words that they listened to with their entertainment, with their education. How does all that stuff get in these people? Well, I just told you the major ways right there. Yes. Music, entertainment, yes. news, which ain't news anymore. It's not news. My goodness. <laughs> wow. Did y'all hear what I just said? I mean what I just said. 
you know. We this whole thing has been from a year ago we've been on this here on this spiritual warfare. <laughs> and it is spiritual warfare. The battle is spiritual. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. It's not you know, we're not gonna fix this problem with all these other things. And I'll get ahead of myself here, but perverseness in the tongue is not just lies or fantasies, though. It also includes words spoken with the intention to hurt and harm. You can cause a breach in somebody else's spirit with words intended to hurt. You need to think deep and hard and long about that right there. You can't take words back. I mean, you might as well look at words as like a as like a 45 caliber gun that you're shooting at them. Because when you shoot them, it's done. When you spit them out, it's it. You can say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. That is a lie. You're just adding on top of all the wickedness you've already done. They do their job just like a bullet does as soon as they come out of your mouth. They cause a breach in the spirit. I mean, you put a hole in them just as just as real as if you shot a hole in them with a gun. You put a hole in their spirit. You knock down a defense of their spirit that allows evil to gain its entry, its open door. It's words spoken carelessly that hurt or harm. That's perverseness in the tongue. Shouldn't be that way with any kind, any Christian at all. There shouldn't, if the Holy Spirit is in you, if, if your tongue is bridled, then there shouldn't be these words come out of your mouth to hurt. That's right. If it's words that are repeated without verifying yes. their validity and then later being proven false or misleading, <laughs> that can cause a breach in somebody's spirit. Just saying things that are not true. Repeating things that are not true. We need to be very careful about speculating about what other people's problems, what the source of other people's problems are and all of this too. Because <clears throat> if we're speculating, we're going to be talking. And there's them words. Are they, are they wholesome? Do they speak health? Do they promote health to the spirit, to the soul, mind, heart of, of other people? Or... Is it having the opposite effect? It's words spoken in anger that cut like knives. Better think about that. Next time you go to holler, next time you go to say something mean because you're mad or frustrated, you better think about it. <clears throat> you got a gun in your hand. And that's what you're fixing to do. Stop. Stop. All these kinds of words are not health to the soul, but cause a breach in the spirit. A breach in the spirit of the one who's speaking as well as the one who's the target. See, everybody's a loser. When you do that, then you immediately regret it. Unless you're just totally mad out of your mind. Then <clears throat> you wish you hadn't said it. <laughs> then, but the one you said it to... I mean, you've already done the damage. So everybody loses. It's not health. 
It's not edification. It causes an opening for the devil and his lies to get through into the heart, mind, and the spirit of both the one who has the perverse tongue and the one who's the victim of it. You wouldn't believe. I mean, if you live long enough, you you wouldn't believe how people hold on to things like that for a lifetime. Something somebody said to them. Something their mom or dad said to them. Or some teacher said to them. When as a kid, you know, we've been fed this junk from the world for so long about all of this. That, boy, they're trained now to remember every little thing that that hurt them. Well, children have to be corrected, but they need to be corrected in love. Yes. Uh, and if and if mom and dad don't have any self-discipline in doing it, then man, <laughs> it's going to be a big mess before it's all over. Let me tell you, a breach in the wall or in the line of defense is hard to defend against an enemy. I mean, once he breaks through, it's like letting water out of a bag, like the Bible says. You can't stop it. Once it's open, then it's hard to stop it again. Much easier to keep it closed. It's like an open door or a window. Well, you can just sleep tonight if you want to, the door open, but I'm not going to do that. We've had people walk right up in our yard in the broad daylight. Crazy out of their mind, people half naked. You know, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to lock my door at night. Yes, sir. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep the walls up. And that's one thing. But I'm also going to keep the walls up around my mind yes, and my spirit. And yes. you better too. And I'm going to try to help other people keep their walls up too. And I'm not going to come along with a wrecking ball and knock a hole in their wall. Because I'm mad. Or I'm disgusted or frustrated with them. It's a, bre a breach in our spirit makes us much more vulnerable to an invasion by the enemy. It's like a city without walls. That's what it's like. Wide open. Now we know, alright, now we know the main way the devil and his evil spirits get a foothold in our hearts <clears throat> and in our minds. And in the spirits of people. Do you know? How is it? It's through the words that come out of the mouths of other people. That's the major way. <laughs> Say, well, people can do other things to hurt you. Yeah, they can. Like uh, unfaithfulness, for instance, of a friend or a spouse. But what is that, what is that based on? What, what they said. They weren't faithful to what they said. See? So I always go back to words. So that is what we know. We know that it's words that come out of our mouths. We also know that if anyone is thinking and talking contrary to truth and reality, it's because their spirit has been breached by evil, lying spirits. Y'all listening to me. Very important. If you see somebody that doesn't think right, doesn't speak right. They're, I mean, we call them crazy. That guy's crazy. You know what's wrong with him? His spirit has been breached. Everybody thinks that 
being possessed with devils is you speak with other voices and all that Hollywood garbage. That's not what it is. This is what it is. You, you talk nonsense. That devil in you is saying those lies through your mouth and he's broken in, took control, took possession. We've got to understand that before we know how to deal with this problem in our children, in one another, in other people. How are we going to deal with these people that are crazy? I mean, we're living in the... I mean, it's went nuts. Everybody knows that. I have people come to the sawmill. I got here a week or two ago. Uh, you know, radiology, head of the radiology up there in the hospital environment. He said, I'm out of it. He said, it, everybody has lost their minds. He said, it's crazy. I'm quitting after 30 years or so. Got to get out of there. Can't take it anymore. Everybody's nuts. He's right. <laughs> but what's the problem? I'm telling you, I'm showing you what, right out of the Word of God what the problem is here tonight. It is a spiritual problem. Yes, sir. And the churches are absent from the battle. Yep. Most Christians are just absent from the battle because they don't know what's going on. They just throw up their hands and say, I don't understand, I don't look at this. Everybody's crazy. That's it. How do we deal with it? Well, we try to talk to them. No. We also know that if anybody's thinking and talking contrary to truth and reality, it's because their spirit's been breached by evil. So then knowing these facts from the scripture, we should deal with this matter in the spiritual realm and not with carnal weapons like debates, like reasoning with them, like apologetics. See, all of that stuff is missing the mark. Did y'all see that? That's not going to win the battle. No, sir. It's not an intellectual battle. It's not a battle of the intellects. It's not the one, it's not the, the victory doesn't go to the one who can prove his point the best, who has the most evidence. <clears throat> the battle's going to go to the one that really knows what's going on. Yes, sir. And what are the weapons of our warfare? They're not carnal. <laughs> Praying always with all supplication and prayer in the spirit. That's part of the armor of God. Neither should we try to deal with it by trying to feed them spiritual pablum, thinking that'll cure them. You know, you can't... This old stuff, if it's as easy as ABC. Yeah, that's abominable to me. It's not as easy as ABC. You're going to cure this kind of spiritual problem that we've got right now with that? No, no you're not. No. I said in service not long ago and heard that and I just grieved my soul. Yes, my soul. Oh, many lost people sitting there and it was, it was just an abomination. That's yes, what it was. Abomination to them and to me. Mm-hmm. Because they, they just mock it. They just dismiss it as nothing. It's going to take more than that. It's going to take more than telling Jesus loves them. That's not how you win sinners to God. No. It's not in the Bible that way. First, we need to start with our own heart and spirit and look at ourselves honestly about what kind of words come out of our mouths. I'm talking about all of us. Me, too. I'm included in what I'm preaching here. 
Proverbs 4, verse 24. Put away from thee a froward mouth. That's a perverted mouth. Froward is crooked, twisted. That's what perversion is. Put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Others. You know, other people that have perverse lips, get away from them. Don't listen to their talk. I don't, I don't listen to people. I just won't do that anymore. I mean, if anybody's going to do some preaching, I am. That's right. I ain't going to listen to some wicked person who's living like the devil try to straighten me out on what's right and wrong. Now, I'm not going to do it. No, sir. No, they're going to hear from me or we're not having a conversation. I'm not going to subject my mind and my spirit to perverse, to a perverse tongue. Well, I've made a few enemies like that. Yeah, you're right. I'd have. But that's okay. I'm not going to do it. You better not do it either. You better not let your children be subjected to that either. Better watch who's got their ear. Who's trying to talk to them. Is there perverseness in my tongue? Are my words health and joy and encouragement to others? Or do I spread a plague with my words? <laughs> I've heard, oh my soul. I've been in church a long time. I've seen some doozies. I've seen people get up to testify and, you know, it's time to testify now. They stand up and then it's just, I'm so thankful I'm a Christian. And this, <laughs> some of you know, and it ain't edifying. It's like, good night. Is that all there is to it? I don't want none of that. Are we edifying? Am I edifying? Am I health? Am I joy? Am I refreshing to other people? Or do I spread a plague? Do I go away leaving everybody feeling like they've just been, <laughs> you know, had a load of, of dirt dumped on top of them or something? Throwed a bunch of dust all over them and then, <laughs> and then leave? We gotta realize the gravity and the long lasting consequences of what we say and how we say it. Yes. To our children, especially, especially to our children. Think about it. You don't want to make a breach in their spirit no. for the devil to get in. What makes a breach? Hurting them with words. Shouldn't never hurt with her words. You can correct. And you can be stern. And you can be authoritative. But that's... Man, have you ever seen anybody in the store screaming at their kids and yes. smacking on them? And yes. it, just, it just makes me want to smack them. Mm -hmm. It does. If they was doing any kind of right things at home, they wouldn't have to do that in the store. That's right. And it, usually it's a... Well, you know, you know how it is. to our spouse, to other people. You see people that have been married for years and, you know, I mean, I know, I won't say this, some people may know what I'm talking about, but I mean, I've, 
I know somebody right now been married over 50 years and talking about divorcing. Yeah. I've known people who've been married almost 50 years and divorced. I've known more than one of them. What happened? How do people stand at an altar all in love? And then two years later, they're filing papers and fighting over their stuff and the kids. And, huh? Breach. So there's a breach made there somewhere. <clears throat> How was it made? Words. Fighting and fussing. <clears throat> and hurting one another. <clears throat> we, then we need to discipline our own minds to recognize this problem in others and realize what's wrong with them and why they're thinking and talking so crazy. You know, it'll help you. I'm telling you, this has already helped me in situations that are very important. I mean, I'm practicing what I'm preaching and, I, and I've already been in some situations where I recognized what was going on and I dealt with that devil instead of this person here you know we attack the person and and we tell them they're stupid and we tell them they're wrong and and they better wise up and they're a fool and we tell them all this stuff and you know what that does it just opens the breach wider you better go after what's got through the breach and what made the breach you better try to repair the breach I'm almost done. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Seems like we just simply bear the nonsense, hear the nonsense, and we just marvel and say, I can't understand how they can think like that. God gives to those who put their lives in His hands a sound mind. Your mind is renewed. Your spirit is renewed. You get a sound mind and a spirit of love, not a spirit of fear. You get a your thinking is cleared up. When I first got saved, some of them told me I've been brainwashed. And I said, yep, sure have. My brain got washed. Clean. I mean, now you're clean through the Word, Jesus said. The washing of regeneration and the renewing of your mind. You learn how to think right again. And so all the world looks like insanity because it is. It's that way for a person who gives their life to God and puts their life in His hands. Those who don't, though, submit their mind and heart and soul and life to God are wide open to the devil and to all the evil spiritual power that exists. Do you realize that? They don't have no wall. They don't have any gates. It's open. They're just wide open. That ought to cause us to Stop this stuff of, well, I just don't understand why they can't understand. And I just don't understand how they can see it that way or think that way. Don't they know anything? Don't they care about anything? Do you understand what's going on? When a breach is made in the Spirit, and, you know, if you're, if you're remembering some of the other things that we've talked about through the last months about the Spirit and what it is and how it affects everything in your life, 
I was thinking today, you know, it's like the, I mean, you can look at it kind of like this, poor analogy, but it's like the main control room or hub that every, all your life. And when there's a breach made there, and the enemy can get right in to where all the controls are, man, you got big problems. Yes. What we see in this insanity all around us is spiritual warfare that Satan is winning big time right now. And he's winning because so few know this truth that we've read from the Scriptures just now. Now I've tried to make clear with difficulty. The poorest borders of our country right now are a pretty good picture of the spirits of people now too. You know, the walls have been breached and no one's paying attention. While the enemies are pouring in. Y'all know that, don't you? Anybody with any sense at all or any sense of reality knows what's going on, man. We're being invaded by strangers. Because there's bre- it's been breached. There's holes everywhere. They're going to build a wall. Well, what's a wall if you don't keep the doors shut? And that's what, it, that's what the spirits of people are like. Even people who go to church. People who try to live Christian lives in this time that we're living in. They're not careful enough about the world and the influences and the perverseness in the tongues of other people. They listen too much. They look at it too much. And there's a breach made. A way in. That's why it's hard to have a church nowadays. At all. People can't agree. Why can't they agree? Well, because their spirits have been breached. If they were of one mind and one spirit, you know, then things would not be that way at all. Well, one more thing I'll say and then I'll quit. We've got to wake up to this truth and start fighting the good fight of faith by guarding our spirit. And we do that with the words we speak and the words we listen to. Amen. Be careful. Little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little mouth, what your little lips, what you say. Very important stuff. Breaching the spirit. Very important with children, especially. That's where it happens most of the time. When children are little, teenagers, and that they, that's where the breaches are made. Then the enemy comes in. Father, thank you for the Word of God, the truth here tonight. I pray that you'd make it real to us, and I pray it'd be a blessing to those who hear it. And help help me with it. Lord, I need this probably more than anybody because it's, it's something that really speaks to my heart. And it's a truth that has really become clear to me, and I pray that you'd help us all. Lord, to guard our tongues from evil and perverseness, and to put away perverse lips far from us. Quit listening to people who don't speak right and all this craziness and insanity and upside down thinking in the day we're living in. Lord, help us. It's spreading like wildfire because everybody's wide open. Churches are closed or closing or not having services, not preaching the truth when they do meet. And everybody's just, all the walls are broken down spiritually and everybody's being invaded by And it's no wonder that we read 
about Babylon becoming the hold of every foul spirit and every unclean bird. As it seems like that's about where we're at. Please guard our, guard our little bunch here. I pray you'd help us to walk circumspectly and, and not carelessly in this evil day. Please go with us now and, and watch over all these children and help us, Lord, to keep them <clears throat> close to you and to not harm them and to watch over their spirits until, uh, until they are yielded to you. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen.